Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? This is G Walker, one half of the CNG podcast. And I'm CJ, the other half of the CNG podcast. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the um, Chicago Bulls um, weekly review show. This is episode five. Man, we, we've been gone for quite a minute, man, but I think we um good to be back, man. Feels good to be back. Um ready to get this um this week kicked off with the Bulls. G Walker, man. How, first of all, I want to say, man, um, how you feeling, man? Oh man, you know what, bro? I'm almost at a hundred percent. You know, with some going outside, man, a virus or something like that, man. And you know, I think I just got caught up in it. So I was down for about a week or so like that, man. But I'm I'm almost at hundred percent, man. I'm feeling good, man. Thanks for asking, bro. Hey man, no problem, no problem. So man, it, it, like I said, it was time off that we needed. Um, you know, some of us had personal things to do. G Walker was under the weather for a little while, so we had to take that time off. Now we're back. But look, man, um, Bulls had two games this week, Utah, and they also had a game against Phoenix. But first, man, I, w- I want to talk about something that kind of went under the radar that nobody kind of knew about. Now, G Walker, you may not like this news because I didn't, I didn't know that this was going on. But um, I'm gonna bring it up, Billy Donovan. I guess apparently oh, yeah. signed, he signed an extension, man. Um, tell me your thoughts on that. Hey, man, you know what? I'm, I'm a little bit disappointed. You know what? A little bit. No, I'm really disappointed. Uh, and I know he brought us to the playoffs for the first time in five years. But he, he had nothing really to do with Zach's development. Um, Zach being an all-star. Zach was already trending that way. Um, DeMar DeRozan was already who he was. Vooch was pretty much who he is. Um, so for him to get an extension, you know, based off what I've seen this year as far as you know, how, how bad this team is doing, even without Lonzo Ball, as far as his late game adjustments and his substitutions and his rotations, <laughs> and gets his offensive skill set in his bag. I don't think Billy Donovan deserved an extension, man. You know, no hate to him or nothing like that. You know, they, they felt like he deserved it. But to me, I don't think he deserved it. Um, I think we still haven't seen what we can see from uh, Patrick Williams. Um, that's falling on Billy Donovan. I think D- Dalen Terry. He hasn't cracked the rotation. I think he's more than ready to play right now, especially defensively. Um, then you got um, young Marco, the seven-footer down there in the G League, getting 20 points and 10 rebounds, averaging a double-double. And we're looking for guys that help out with our bench. <laughs> and they're in the damn G League. So that's all falling on him. And I, I don't think he deserved it, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to stand on that. And we're just going to see where this goes. What do you think about him getting this extension, bro? Man, I, it caught me by surprise, man, because nobody really knew – no one really knew about the news. So the yeah. fact that they the, the fact that they announced it, the fact that they um announced it the way they did, I'm like, what happened here? Because they saying that this happened, you know, towards the beginning of the season. So I'm like, okay. But, so um, who gave him the deal? Was it AK or was it Jerry Reinsdorf? And I thought I read something that said Reinsdorf. He he met with Reinsdorf in the summer, and that happened. I think. Yeah, man, I, I really tell you the truth, G. Walker, I don't know, man, because it, it caught me so off guard, and um, it, it was just that the way that it was done, nobody knew about it, and my whole thing is, this is how AK operates, so I don't know if it's really him, but the, it, it just shows you, they're not, they not really going to tell us what's really going on in that front office, you know, because they're going to keep everything confidential, you know, until it actually happened and they announce it, that's what, that's what they're going to do. Yeah, man, this is totally off guard, man. I don't, I don't like the decision to extend him. 
Um, I just don't like it, man. I know. I think we could do for a better coach, a tougher coach, a coach with a better offensive scheme for three all stars. I think his offense is pretty basic. It's, it's, it's not nothing that's uh, that's modern, um, and I think that's why the Bulls are struggling because we're playing in the old school type of offense, man. So I don't know why he got this extension, but hey, it is what it is. Let's see how far it goes. Yep, let's see how far it goes. And actually, we're gonna move on. You brought you mentioned Lonzo Ball. And the news on Lonzo Ball is not promising. Um, I know a lot of people was pushing that he was going to come back in January. But by reading this, and this is what Billy Donovan said a couple of days ago, on Lonzo Ball, it has been really slow. He's working through more and more. But uh, we're, not, um, we're not close to running or cutting contact. You know, said the pain issue is still improving, but not in clear. So what do you think of what do you think about when you hear that news? Um, you know, it's unfortunate, man. Um Lonzo Ball is a very important part of this team. Um he's might he might not get you 30 a game, 25 a game, but he can do pretty much everything else that DeRonda Rosen and, and, and Zach Levine seem that they don't want to do. And that's defense, that's high IQ on both ends of the floor, um, and rebounding. So um him not being able to get back here at this point in time is kind of frustrating, but it is what it is, man. That's not an excuse. To why the Bulls are playing the way they're playing with three All Stars and with Zach Vooch and Demar. So <clears throat> I just hate to hear it, man. I want them back. You know, I was it was looking like early 2023. That's the last thing I saw. But you know, it's an ankles, man. He hasn't he, he hasn't had the best luck with his feet, man. So we could just hope and pray in time that he gets back on the court before, you know, or even after the All Star break, man. What you think? I mean, I, I'm I was definitely looking at. After the all-star break of him possibly coming back, I did not think he was going to come back in January. I thought that was too soon. Um, you know, but to hear that he's the, – the pain is improving, but he's not cutting yet. You know, you, it's just – you just got to give a person time with their body. Everybody's body heals differently. Everybody's body is different. So, we're just hoping – I'm just hoping that he gets some time back on the floor and, and, and you know, get this, and get this team going as far as in the offense because it's too much hero ball – being played by this by this Bulls team, and there's not enough team balls, not enough assists being spreaded around. It's it's not enough. It, it's so much one on one, and that's where the Bulls are having problems at. But um, we're gonna move on from here, and we're gonna go. Um, we're gonna talk about the Utah Jazz. Um, the Bulls had a game against the Utah Jazz. I believe it could have been Monday or Tuesday. I'm not sure what actually date it was. Keep going, CJ. Keep going. Give me one. Minute. But um, yeah, I'm not sure what actually what date it was. But the Bulls had a game against Utah. Um. Lloyd Marketing came out in that first half and nearly destroyed this team, uh, you know, making shots, being aggressive. And Utah just pretty much had the Bulls on, on their heels, um, hitting three-point shots, playing aggressive. The Bulls had an issue. They had a problem, um, you know, defensively. And it seemed like it's been their Achilles heel, you know, throughout um, throughout these last couple of weeks. Um, you know, they did have two impressive wins against, against the um, Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, but they dropped the egg. They dropped the ball against the Orlando Magic. So it's been a very inconsistent thing. And we, we've seen the Bulls play this inconsistent way when it comes to their defense. We know they can score points. The issue and the problem is, is that the Bulls defensively seem like they get lackadaisical out there and it's too many switches going on. But I thought in the second half that the um, Bulls came out in the second half playing more team ball, um, getting guys op um, open shots, getting the assists. I'm back. And okay, getting the assist, and I thought Kobe White was a big difference in that second half, getting the Bulls back into it. 
um g walker now i before you had left i was explaining as far as in that first half with the bulls not um pretty much laurie marketing coming out and really playing aggressive going at the bulls and the bulls not playing defensively um do you think that what it could have been the bulls not playing defensively or do you think it's just too much of the of the hero ball going one-on-one -on -one and they got behind it was a bunch of things it was a bunch it was laurie being laurie and it was us playing hero ball so you put all that together and us missing some jump shots then that's what you're going to get exactly man that's exactly what you that's exactly what you're going to get and um in the second half um kobe white stepped up stepped up in a big way he didn't um finish it with 15 points and i thought he did a you know pretty good job of getting the bulls um not just him getting the bulls back in the game but the bulls finally True. waking up True. finally waking up and playing team ball and not this hero ball that they seen to play they ended up winning the game the final score of the game was 114 to 107 and um the guys who um these are the guys the stats from that game as you can see who leads the top of the list mr gunner himself demar Derozan, 26 points <laughs> 20 26 points 60 um four rebounds everyone had a steal on this list except for caruso javante green and um i owe the sumo and kobe white everybody else had a steal so yeah, this team is capable of playing defense, but they need to do it on a consistent basis. Zach Levine chipped in with 20.6 rebounds. Vooch was 16 and 9. Kobe White had the 15 points. Drummond had a double-double, 10.10 rebounds. Ildo Sumo, and the list goes on and on. So if the guys just come out and just play team ball, play team defense, um, stay in front of their man, quit doing these switches, I think they'll be all right. Um, G. Walker, what you think about it? I think everything you said was right, man. I just think it needs to be more team ball and more team oriented and more, you know, team based. You know, DeMar DeRozan tends to go one on one. Zach Levine tends to defer to him. And then he seems like he's off because he's not the primary option. But in this game, he was the primary option. He like he had it going. He had 14 and four, four assists like in the first half. He had like 14, four and four. And that was setting the tone for that game early. And then that set up for DeMar to look like DeMar as far as the takeover in the fourth quarter, whatever he does, late games. We just need Zach Levine to be more of a number one option. Um, I saw a read today that said that Zach Levine last year didn't like to be second fiddle to the to DeMar, which is true. Um, body language says a lot. Uh, Zach is the more uh, – he has more ability. He's more athletic. He's quicker. Uh, he scores in bunches. He doesn't take as much time off the clock to score when he's on. So I think that type of skill set is being pushed back for to DeMar, and Billy Donovan is not, not putting that in check. Lonzo was the, the, the captain, the, 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 uh, the, the tone setter out there for that to happen. But we don't have that anymore. So it's, it's showing you that Billy Donovan doesn't really have control over DeMar DeRozan. And that's who needs to be on the corners and the wing along with Patrick Williams. But this game, it was a good game. Uh, marketing, he still looked like marketing to me, which we kind of could have kept him. But he didn't want to play second fiddle to uh, to Zach Levine. He wanted to be used the way he's used in, uh, in Utah, which is more of a team ball atmosphere. And he looks great at it. Uh, so I wasn't surprised, man. Um, I was kind of surprised we won this game. But I'll take it. Hey, man, you said you pretty much said everything and nailed it on the head, man. Um...
<laughs> Nobody wants to play second fiddle to DeMar DeRozan. And I, and I think what's going to end up happening, um, hate to say, is that if Patrick Williams don't get developed and start having the ball in his hand, he could end up suffering the same fate because that's going to hamper his development. And I think at the same time, believe it or not, with 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 um Vooch and Zach Levine and Laurie Marketing, that, that hampered Laurie Marketing's development. So sometimes That's true. That's true. Yeah, sometimes that change could be a good thing, man. And you know, and it's gonna be tough to move DeMar DeRozan. It's gonna be very tough to move him. I'm looking at his contract, I'm looking at teams that can take him, and it's not too much out there. So I mean, I, I really don't know what, what the Bulls can do as far as moving him moving forward. I have an idea. On what they could do, but what AK go for it, I really don't know. But um, next up, we're gonna we're gonna um actually switch it up a little bit. Um, we're gonna do a review of the um Bulls versus Suns game, and I want to say this. Um, this is fair use. This is for educational purposes and entertainment purposes only. Um, this video it was uh, is presented by the House of Highlights. If you guys want to check out more of their videos, go to their channel and check them out. They got the uh, NBA highlights on their channel. But we're gonna do a review of the Bulls versus um, the Bulls versus Phoenix game right now. So I'm actually gonna pull that up, and we're actually gonna get right into that. Let's do it. Yep. Give me one second. All right, G. Walker, if you can lead us off on on this play, man, go ahead and break this down. You gotta you gotta take the overlay off. Oh yeah, I'm doing it now. I'm doing it now. Sorry about that, y'all. Overlay, overlay. Okay. Actually, I'm actually I'm gonna go back, you guys, and we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna start that over. My apologies. My apologies. All right. Pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it. Well, Go back, just pause it. Okay. Um, this first play right here, he, um, let to me he let Aiden get into his his spot a little bit too easy. If you look at, if you press play one more time, actually, actually I'm gonna slow it down so we can actually see it in a little bit of a slow mo, so we can see what you're talking about. Now watch how how Aiden comes into the lane. He got to that second circle a little bit too easy. That needed to be mm -hmm. a little bit more resistance from Vooch. He didn't give him that. He just gave him the easy, quick turn and go. This next play right here, everybody's running, but nobody's running. Look at Vooch. Vooch is the center. And look at this. Where's Patrick Williams down low for the rebound to help? DeMar DeRozan right there as well. DeMar DeRozan's there. That is terrible, man. That is terrible transition offense. Terrible transition defense, man. What you think about this play right here? Look how many people. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Man, DeMar DeRozan, um, okay, don't get me wrong. I would advise that shot if everybody's really going, but my whole thing is you got guys that are open on the three. Of course, you drive in, but the problem, the thing is here. Look at Ayo waiting for the ball. Ayo is Ayo. waiting for it. I mean, you know, I get it, but then I don't get it. You have to really start moving the ball around. The Bulls get caught watching DeMar DeRozan from time to time again. You see Ayo get the ball here. Nice move by Zach Levine, the fake. He goes in and he finishes. That's what we need to see. Not so much dribbling and holding on to the ball, but finishing. All right, G. Walker, what about this next play? This next play right here was uh, was terrible defense by Vooch again. 
Uh, if you can go back and rewind it a little bit, I'm going to show you everybody what I'm talking about. Okay. Just take your time, man. Um, All right. You know, this is coming down. It's like a um, – it's right here. He's in the post. Patrick Williams guarding him. Okay. Uh, Booker. Um, And we see Vooch not leave Aiden quick enough. Then right. you see the pass to uh, Payne in the corner, Io. All that is, is going to happen and be a positive play because the late reaction of Vucevic. Not a good play, man. Not a good play at all. Oh, wow. Now, now hold on. I, I want to say something on this right now. Now, you see DeMar DeRozan. He's sitting right here, right? Now, you see Aiden coming right. and picking up, picking off, and I believe this is Patrick Williams. So you pick off, you let him pick off Patrick Williams. You don't tell Patrick, pick. The pick coming. You don't say anything. So when that happens, a guy like Booker gets free. Booch leaves his feet, leaves Aiden open. Aiden finishes. That can't happen. That that right there cannot happen. And the thing is that DeMar DeRozan has to he has to give he has to let his teammates know hey the pick is coming Aiden's coming for the pick but instead of him saying anything he lets Aiden um pick pick off Patrick Williams he lets he lets Devin Booker get to a spot and and the whole defense is, is um pretty much compromised after that right all right now let's go into this um into this next play all right, go ahead. So the next play, I'm looking at it. It looked like Patrick Williams was that was where he's supposed to be. He got a block on Aiden. That was that was good. But he he did his work early in that play. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He did his work early and got to the spot early, so he was able to get that play off. If you're not at your spot early enough, then points will happen and hockey assists happen. So good job of Patrick Williams getting to that spot to block that shot to get that uh, defensive. Um, situation under control okay now we got zach levine coming down he sees three players now see the cut by demar and the finish that's the type of back cuts we need to see on this chicago bulls team the back cuts and and, and it's them getting to the basket when you when they get that and when they start doing that the offense runs smoother when that happens now this next play Okay, you got Io breaking the man down. Now, what is he going to do with it? They let him drive to the basket. And what that is, everybody is spread. Nobody's in the paint. Nobody's trying to get the ball. Everybody's spread. Let's Io go to work. Now, this right here, DeMar DeRozan. Now, let's freeze it right here. G. Walker, what you think DeMar DeRozan is going to do Gonna do on this play right here? Now, you just see that he lost the ball. What is he going to do now? He's going to do the same. He's going to try to shoot the ball. He's going to shoot it. He's going to shoot it. He's going to pump fake and go through. He's going to shoot it, man. Now, you would think you would think on that play, you would think on that play that DeMar DeRozan, if he has all those guys coming at him, that he should, that somebody, uh, still, I want to see somebody cut into the basket. That's one of the things. Now, if you cut to the basket and, and if DeMar DeRozan misses you, that's on DeMar DeRozan. But when he gets the ball like that, you got to start cutting to the basket and getting an easy point. Now, if you don't do that, if you don't do that, he's going to get it in his head. Okay, nobody's really moving. I'm going to take the shot. All right. All right. 
Okay, actually, that was actually a good pass there. All right, so what we got going on on this play right here, um, it's kind of buffering in and out, but um, that's good defense right here by um, Caruso, hand up. Um, are you? I'm going to actually speed it up a little bit. Yeah, speed it up. All right, look like you got um, Zach and Caruso, or the Dragic on um, Booker. He got to draw a double team, man. He has to. Dude gave us 51 last night. Good screen. Come on up. Where's Drummond? Where's Drummond? He hit it anyway. Nobody, so, nobody steps up. It's Zach Levine right there. Don't even help out. Another wide open three. Who is that? Zach Levine? Not on his man? Hits the wide open three. This is where the Bulls so, are having Yeah. No, go ahead. No, I said this is where the Bulls have problems at defensively. Right. And Phoenix is on like a good defensive team to us, and we get a lot of easy lobs and stuff down there in the paint. But our problem is that we can't stop nobody on defense on the perimeter. Right. So it's, it's another three by who was that? Shamit? Another three by him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here we got Ayo coming down the court on a three-on-one. This just was a good take, man. He just took it all away. Patrick Williams right there to help rebound, but the ball went in the hole, man. So we got Booker right here again. He's going to pull up. Did he hit that? That was a pretty. That was an LU pass. Yeah, that was an LU pass. And Patrick Williams is guarding Devin Booker. Now, hey, he, that was a that was a pretty good defense. That Booker just made a hell of a shot. He was making them shits all night, dog. Yeah, he was, man. And that right there can't happen. Now, if you got a double team to get off Booker, somebody got to come and stop that ball from getting getting to the paint to get to Aiden. Yeah. Yeah, and then we're not the best defensive team in the paint because look how far Zach away was away from Booker, man. Right. You got to trust in your teammates to commit, man. Patrick just another, got beat. It's crazy. Another back cut, man. These these are just terrible defensive plays, man. And this it just looked like Booker was just having his field there against bad defense, man. He just knew it. Why is Gooch? Why is Vooch guarding Booker, man, on these damn switches? Terrible. And that should be a guard. Yeah, man, this is crazy. Booker comes down and just knocks down a three. Just smacked it right in Patrick Williams' face, man. There's no respect. <coughs> no respect, man. He had a crazy game. Crazy game. Crazy, crazy game. Ball is just going in the hole wherever he's at, man. This is a goddamn Devin Booker highlight, man. Exactly. Look at the, the defense. And everything, man. Look at this. Look at DeMar. Not a shot blocker. Just He just went straight around him and scored, scored the layup. And he's a skinny dude, man. He just skilled, man. And DeMar DeRozan, you got to take the ball out of his hands, man. You got to put you gotta put that double team on him. You got to put the double team on him. Okay, Zach got a strong move here. Got the foul. So, Bulls start creeping back into the game. But what do we see here? Vooch guarding Cameron Payne. Wide open three. Knocks it down. Vooch is getting squished on these guards, and it's hurting the Bulls. Devin Booker coming off another screen. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. You letting the shooter come off a screen to shoot, that's the easiest shot that you can take. 
a shooter coming off a screen, bro, is the, the is damn near a layup. What we got right here? Derek Jones Jr. Sorry for the blurriness, y'all. And Caruso. And they look like they communicate on defense a little bit better than the Bulls, too. Yeah, man. They just they just know where they just know where to get to on the floor. They know where where the guys are. Look at the way, look at the way Booker is pulling up these shots. Like he's barely Caruso's still on him and he's just rising up, man. It's crazy. And really what it is, G Walker, they put the Bulls in a tough position because now you either gonna have to you either have to double team Booker to get the ball out of his hands when you do that. He's such a good passer. They got good shooter team. We could just kick it to one of the shooters and they could just knock down a three or get it get it to eighty. And it seemed like the Bulls, we don't have the consistent firepower to even compete with a team like this. That's a nice layup by uh, Caruso. Look at this right here. Double team. Sham it. In the corner. A drum it. Look at that. Kobe White got to do a better job of getting over there. He got over there too late. That's terrible. And look how fast they get back. Even though Caruso finishes, that team got back. Three guys got back on them. Yeah, man. Zach Levine gets a strong finish. It's just the Bulls got to be tough. Like, they're, they're top, our top three guys are not tough guys, man. They're not guys that are... You know, they're not really tough guys, man. That shit is starting to really show. They're finesse guys, man. Finesse, finesse, finesse. G Walker, I got I gotta agree with you, man. They don't have that if factor, man, that dog mentality in them. And the last player that I seen have that, and I think Patrick Williams can get there, but the last player I seen that that it mentality, that that dog mentality was Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it was definitely Jimmy, man. It seemed like Jimmy, you know, Jimmy just was made that way, the man. That, you know, it, it started with his defensive ability, then it, and his offensive game came up, and he was just one guy. And he and he learned how to be a weapon on both ends of the court, and that was changing games, even in Miami, you know, and with the Bulls at some point. Like he was just that guy on both ends, and it really elevated the Bulls into a better team and that Miami Heat team. We have three guys. And none of them are doing that. None one is just like I'm gonna play both ends the, the same way I play on the offensive end. Neither none of none of those three do that, bro. So this is why the Bulls are suffering so much because not one guy from that top three is a dog on both ends, and that's one main reason why the Bulls are so inconsistent. Right. It, it can't just take lot. It just can't. It just can't be Lonzo Ball or Patrick Williams just playing defense and everybody else just standing around. You know, it has to be team effort. Right now, the Bulls don't play with that it mentality on defense as a team. And until they do that, you're going to get games where you're getting blown out. Simple. But um, Yeah, man, I agree, man. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah, man, um, and look, man, the Bulls, the Bulls got to do something, man, because 
Um, I don't know how long they're going to be able to keep this up with, as far as them, you know, playing defense this way and, and the way they're playing because they're going to be playing against some tough teams. They got Golden State coming up. So um, they're going to have to figure something out. But I've been saying this for the past. I've been thinking this. We're actually thinking this for the last couple of weeks. The only way I feel like this Bulls team is going to get it going, and especially um, starting offensively first, is they have to run the offense through Vooch. Zach Levine can pretty much be your second option, if, if possible. DeMar DeRozan, I would use him as a third option, like in the third and fourth quarter. If the Bulls are not getting it going, then you start using DeMar DeRozan as an option in the third and fourth quarter. But using him as a first option, that's not going to get it done because the Bulls, that has not really worked for the Bulls. They did that last year when Zach Levine was out. They got to the playoffs and the Marty Rosa was ineffective. Hey, man, you know what? And I agree with everything you said, man. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Vooch as the uh, number one option. You know what I mean? Zach is the number two. But you know what it is? We can't miss a bunch of shots. That Phoenix game, they just missed a ton of shots. It doesn't matter what option we're going through, whether it's Zach whether it's, it's, it's DeMar, whether it's um, Vooch, you know what I mean? If we're constantly, consistently missing shots, we're not going to shoot ourselves in the game. We're going to shoot ourselves out of a game. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, I, I definitely agree. And also what it is, too, is that the Bulls take too many three-point shots. The Bulls have to realize something. The Bulls are not a three-point shooting team. A lot of their three-point shots are going to come off of what? Playing team ball, guys moving around on the offense, getting getting open. That's what that's where their shots are gonna come from. They can't start coming down, jacking up threes because they feel like it. It has to come within the floor of the offense. But if the Bulls start going inside and out like they like they were doing at some point and they were winning games, they got to get back to that. And the, and the fact is, if they they keep they they do one thing, but then they start switching to hero ball, and then it all starts going downhill from there. So the Bulls have to stick to the game plan. Now, are they too stubborn to stick to the game plan? Which I mean stubbornness. DeMar DeRozan, is that stubbornness? That he goes to hero ball early in the first quarter and tries to do everything early in the first quarter and try to keep the Bulls in the game? It comes from not trusting your teammates. You got to start trusting Io. You got to start trusting Dalen Terry when he's out there. You got to trust Patrick Williams when he's out there. And I don't think Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan trusts Trust those guys. I mean, it's, it's, you, it's, it's looking like that, you know what I mean? And it's looking like, um, you know, these guys are not trusting each other. But it's also looking like the Bulls are an old-school team, an old-school offense. They got three guys, but it seems like we don't have the, the shooting to go with it, with the um, the shooting to go with the, uh, the three all-stars. So it seems like the structure of this team is built kind of backwards to me. You know what I mean? It just seems like um, the team is built wrong. And um, it needs to be some um, addition by subtraction. And I've been saying this for the longer. They have to trade DeMar DeRozan at some point. At some point, he's the one that has to go. Uh, nobody really develops under him. That's why he was traded from Toronto. Um, so, you know, he, he got traded for a guy that was elite wing in um, Kawhi Leonard when he was healthy. A guy that was affecting both ends of the court. <laughs> a guy that shut down Giannis in the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Or the semifinals. So... Mm -hmm. DeMar DeRozan, at some point, they have to really look at him not being a part of this team, so at least to get one guy off the ball so the ball can move around. Hey, man, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more because it's not really working. And the thing is, 
The only reason, and I'm going to say this again, the only reason why DeMar DeRozan is here is because there was a fear by the team's front office that Zach Levine was going to walk in free agency if they didn't get a third guy to help this team out. That third guy was DeMar DeRozan from the help of Vooch by recruiting and other things like that. Now that you got Zach Levine locked in, you're going to have to say, hey, you know what? Mm, this ain't really working. DeMar, we're going we're gonna to just pretty much um, up and trade you. We're gonna, you know, we just going to go in another direction. We just feel like we're going to go in another direction. We're going to start developing our young guys. Also, we're going to start getting Zach and Vooch more touches. You know, so they got they, they they're gonna have to get back to what it was before Demar got there. I totally agree, man. I totally agree. I agree because he's the one that's the the least willing passer, uh, the least willing um, defensive player. He's worse than Zach on defense. He's worse than Zach as far as looking for a different player. We saw Zach play point guard when he had to last year because we didn't have none outside of Lonzo Ball before those guys got here. Um, so it seems like the, you know, the Zach that we know that to play the point guard, you know, when you need him to is don't exist. You know what I mean? The Zach that we know that could take over for first quarter, give us 12, 14 points. It don't exist. Um, the Vucevic that could give you the same thing with moving the ball around the post from Orlando. It don't exist. And the guy that's holding everybody up, it seems to be DeMar DeRozan. Exactly. And um, I'm going to say this one more thing before we wrap this up. Now, look, I know a lot of y'all may feel that DeMar DeRozan was going to keep the Bulls a playoff team. But as y'all can see right now, the Bulls are not even in a playoff hunt. Now, you know, with trading DeMar DeRozan, of course, you may not get exactly what you're going to get back in return. But the whole thing is Patrick Williams is here to do what he needs to do. Um, I'm not saying he's DeMar DeRozan, but what I'm saying is you get a better defender. You get a guy that could potentially give you 15 to 18 points a night, you know, and you don't, he doesn't hog the ball. Patrick Williams can cut to the basket. Patrick Williams can do, Patrick Williams can do so many, so many different things. So the thing is, he doesn't hamper your offense. Now, um, I was looking at the Orlando Magic. I'm just going to say this before I get off. I was looking at the Orlando Magic. Now, I know a lot of people are like, what the hell are you talking about, CJ? Well, here's the thing. DeMar DeRozan's contract is $27 million. Now, Orlando, to me, has more assets. Thank you for putting that picture up, um, G. Walker. To me, they have more assets to me to far as may not get the player that the Bulls actually get back in the All-Star, but I think you get a guy that can fit the offense that doesn't is not ball dynamic. Now, I've been saying ball, ball for a minute. Because this is a guy that's 7'2", that can shoot the ball, he can play defense, and he doesn't demand the basketball. You know, he's a catch-and-shoot player. He can't put the ball on the floor when he get it, but he doesn't demand the basketball. So if you can do something like that, now it's going to be tough because he's pretty much Orlando's second-best power forward. And right now, Paolo is still out. But if you can get a deal like that and maybe throw in a Terrence Ross who's making $11 million. Even the guy, even the young kid that's hurt, um, Jonathan Isaac, I, I saw that he, he had $16 million this year. Guaranteed. Next year, it goes down to $7 million. And then his final year of his contract is a non-guarantee. So you can let him go after that. You can pretty much let him go after that third year. You keep the guy for a year or two, hopefully he gets off the injury, and then you pretty much can bring him in. If not, you can let him go. But at the end of the day, it's all about developing Patrick Williams, developing Dalen Terry, getting these guys the minutes, and letting this team grow moving forward. That's what we're pretty much saying. Now, 
I don't think nobody can argue with me to say is really this DeMar DeRozan thing working because yes, it worked last year because it was unexpected. But everybody knows and sees what's going on in Chicago. Everybody sees the offense and what's being played. Everybody knows that the Bulls don't have a straight defender except for that man right there on that picture, Patrick Williams. And the other guy that played defense is hurt right now in Lonzo Ball. So everybody knows the Bulls game plan. That's why they're struggling. The Bulls running the same type of offense. They really don't have a defensive identity except for playing one-on-one. -on -one. And this guy got to do all the work. So the Bulls are going to have to eventually do something. Hopefully they get it done. But they're going to they have a tough um a, a tough um Western Conference schedule as y'all can see. Um Utah was first. Um you know, it then you know, then it was um you know, um Utah was Phoenix and now they got Golden State tonight. So it's not going to get any easier for them. G Walker, anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? No, man, I agree with everything you said, man. Um, it just, you know, things change all the time. And um, like you say, Patrick Williams, he can do a lot for you, like you said, and he doesn't have to mess up your offense. And uh, mm -hmm. he can pass. He's a more of a willing passer. He's a help defender. Um, he's a lot of time their best defender. So he's already shown you that he can do more than what DeMar can do besides score points and hog up an offense. So, yeah, man, I agree with you, man. And I don't have anything else to say, man. That's it for me, bro. All right, man. We really appreciate, really appreciate everybody who um who's watching this right now, who's checking out the show right now. Um, G podcast. We're going to be back this week. We got the um Bears versus the Packers game coming up this Sunday. Um, uh, that may be a post game show. Um, only that I don't know. We're gonna we'll we'll let you guys know as far as what we're gonna do with that as far as um in the next couple of days. But um, other than that, man, um. Y'all pray for the Bulls, man. They need a prayer. They need something because right now they're going through a tough time. Hopefully they get it together, man. But um, other than that, um, we're about to wrap this up. We hope you all have a great day. Um, we'll be back here on Sunday to get, um, for the Bears and for the Packers. Until then, y'all have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. We'll see you next time. That's it for me. Peace.